Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Chad Thompson, and today we have a very special guest, Mr. Hal Craddock. He's one of the partners that helped establish both the Western Front Hotel in St. Paul, Virginia, as well as the Sessions Hotel in Bristol. Hal joins us today to give us some insight on both of these hotels, the overall experience that you could expect by staying there, some of the amenities involved, and we also discussed what you can do in the communities while you enjoy your stay. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I know I'm very excited to hear more about these experiences. I, I know we, as we were exchanging emails, I uh, had mentioned that I'd stayed in one of the hotels that we're going to be talking about today, and I had a wonderful experience there. So for the listeners viewing today, if or listening today, if you wouldn't mind just kind of introducing yourself to them and uh, kind of explaining a little bit behind the scenes of what it is that you do. Uh, again, my name's Hal Craddock. Um, I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia, um, and uh, became an architect in my hometown. Um, and over the years, like many southern towns, I watched the downtown in Lynchburg, Virginia, um, sort of die. Uh, when I grew up as a child there, it was very vibrant with lots of stores and I think four movie theaters and bowling alleys and lots of restaurants and so forth. And then over the years, all that moved to the suburbs. So when I came back to town after college and a stint in the Peace Corps uh, and started my architectural practice, I eventually moved that practice into an old building in downtown Lynchburg, an old uh, Anheuser-Busch brewery built in 1899. And uh, that turned out to be a successful project. So I looked across the street and there was an old tobacco warehouse and an old shoe factory and got together with some other friends. And we, over a long period of time, um, turned that into a hotel, uh, a couple of restaurants and a brewery uh, called the Bluff Walk Center, which had the, hmm. still has the Craddock Terry Hotel, Shoemaker's Restaurant and Waterstone Restaurant. And... Uh, I won't call it a financial success, but it was definitely a catalyst to change uh, the whole development effort in downtown Lynchburg. And over the 15 years since that happened, uh, Lynchburg's downtown has been completely transformed into a vibrant area. So people started to, to call uh, me as an architect and as a developer and uh, also my my uh, hotel management partner, a woman named Kimberly Christner. And um, some of those calls came from Southwest Virginia, uh, particularly uh, St. Paul, Virginia and uh, Bristol, Virginia. And so uh, we went and visited those towns and decided that we would like to participate in there in, in the development of, of a hotel in those areas. So that's, that's kind of the, quick and down and dirty short story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can definitely tell that there's been a, a lot of work made because both of these uh, boutique hotels are, are, are gorgeous places. And I myself, I've not got to stay in both of them, but I did get to experience a, an overnight stay at the Western Front in St. Paul. I got to go over there and do some video work for the region and enjoy a little bit of Norton and so the outdoor adventures and I think it's great to be able to have one of these themed hotels to, to the area because when, when I was in that hotel, you know, I, I could feel that presence of, of the Clinch River and, and the outdoor recreation capabilities like tubing or boating and fishing. And then you have the ATVs that are a part of that as well. So it was definitely a, a wonderful experience. And I guess 
It looked like to me the theme of that hotel kind of revolved more around the waterways. Is that kind of the case with the Western Front? Yeah, the, the you know uh, St. Paul is a unique place. Um, I think there's like less than a thousand uh, permanent residents in the town, so it's very small. But because it's out in the coal coal fields, it does have a four lane road running all the way to Interstate 81. So, you know, getting there is not very difficult. The problem is, if you ask 99% of the people in Virginia where is St. Paul, they'll say in Minnesota. Uh, and and they don't know about it. So our uh, our effort and 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 our uh, joint effort with the town and with the region and with the counties that surround St. Paul is just to try to get people to know what's there. Because as you said, the Clinch River is there, one of the most biodiverse rivers in the world. Uh, you have uh, access to about 250 miles of trails, APV trails. Uh, and there's just a, a lot more to do there that people realize. And uh, once they come to know where St. Paul is and where the area is, uh, they want to come back. So that's our biggest challenge is just it, 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 the town sells itself once people get there. It's just getting getting people there. And, that, uh, that's very we, true. We, 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 really, we really are, as much as we are developers and, and myself as an architect or my partners as builders and hotel management, we're storytellers. And the fun part for me is that these old buildings and, and these towns all have a unique story to tell. And that's what really makes it special. The people, the story, the history, and then whoever comes to these old buildings and these, these towns and these unique situations becomes part of the story going forward. So that's, that's I really do think that storytelling aspect of it is maybe the most important thing. I, I concur, and, and that that's kind of my experience with St. Paul is the last time I was in St. Paul was when they still had the high school over there. I believe it was the, the St. Paul Deacons, and we, we actually played them when I was in football back in, I think this was like in 2004 or five. And and I don't think that I'd been to St. Paul since then, so when I went on this adventure, I had no idea what to expect, and, and I was pleasantly surprised with there was a lot of opportunity there, a lot of fun, and, and the food was great, and then uh, beer and cider fans, you know, they have the the brewery there in St. Paul and the cidery over in Norton. And, you know, everything about that area over in Wise is just very beautiful. And and even the drive over there from, from Abingdon was a wonderful, like we couldn't have picked a better day to have driven. It was a beautiful sunny day. So a lot of scenery you could see along the way there. But when we talk about in, in Bristol, you know, the Sessions Hotel uh, is another one of your projects. And I haven't actually got to experience that when I've seen a lot of beautiful photos and, and realized that there's also a lot of opportunities there being right on downtown Bristol. You know, you have all the shops and the food places and the breweries and, and the distilleries. So the Sessions is also located in a great place. And, and I guess what's kind of the theme there? I assume by the Sessions it has to do with those famous recording sessions, kind of the birthplace of country music vibes that's going on in that hotel. Exactly. And uh, I, most people know the story. 1927, uh, a, a guy named Ralph Piers, I believe, uh, with the uh, RCA RCA talking machine company in New Jersey sent this guy Ralph down to spend two weeks in Bristol and record this sort of uh, unusual, unheard of backwoods country stuff called country music. And uh, I think he recorded 117 songs 
Wow. And people, you know, spend days coming from the hollers around Bristol then to, to do these recordings. And it just, you know, that that's really the birthplace of the, the birth time, the birth event of, of country music. And that's what our hotel uh, celebrates is that that event. So each each one of our 70 rooms has a different one of those first songs hmm. uh, on the door <laughs> and the words are, are framed on the inside. And again, so we're telling that that's one story we're telling. We're also telling the story of the buildings, a 1910 grocery warehouse, a 1920, I believe, candy factory and a 1922 flour mill are all connected with walkways and bridges and so forth. So that all all of those stories can be told as well. But but the basis of it is that is that that two week period, the sessions in 1927. Uh, that's really interesting to to hear the the history behind the different things these buildings have been, and and you think about employees in in these factories back in the day, uh, the thought of this place being a a tourist uh, in like a boutique hotel someday might have just been baffling at the time. It's kind of reminds <laughs> me of today when I visited William King Museum there in Abingdon. Uh, I I was a resident uh, photographer there back in 2013, and oh wow, I would I would say it's been about five to seven years since I'd been there. Even though it's only about a 20 minute drive away, it's just it's so easy to get caught up in the mundane of life. You just start to forget about certain things. And going to visit there today, so much has changed over time. You know, uh, what used to be a gift shop and an artist uh, space is now a brand new gallery, a very beautiful setup there, and uh, it's just amazing to see how how a vision can create something new and i guess leading into the next setup there is what is the overall guest experience so when you would go to one of these hotels you know we know that there's a lot of history involved and, and there's a story to be told but what kind of experience can we expect as far as uh things that the hotels offer if i'm not mistaken uh the sessions hotel doesn't it have like a, a sky bar on the very top so you can see over bristol uh, well, it, yes, yes, it does. Um, and it, it, interesting that, it, well, it, there's the Bristol Hotel, which is another hotel in Bristol that has the, the eighth floor, I think, is a, is a, is actually a, uh, a bar and a, a, a cafe or whatever. Ours is on the second floor of the second, candy there we go. Pack, which is a, also a unique experience because you feel much more part of downtown mm-hmm. Maybe then the Bristol, the Bristol, the, the Bristol hotel experience is all about the spectacular views and just that sense of being high up in the air. Ours is really more of being down with the crowds mm-hmm. near State Street, you know, 100 yards from State Street and really being part of the music. And uh, our stage, which has not been built yet, we're getting ready to start on that. It's going to be right next to that. So you're going to overlook people who are up on the roof of the candy factory, overlook the stage. And the whole uh, outdoor venue, which will be capable of about 800 people, I think, can 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 listen to music there. And there'll be another part of, I know, uh, Rhythm and Roots has, I think, 16 stages. So we'll be mm-hmm. another stage in that whole um, beautiful September uh, event. And uh, so we do have that outside. Uh, we have uh, uh, our barbecue restaurant, uh, Southern Craft, which is in the uh, bottom floor of the flour mill, so uh, owned by uh, a local Tennessean who who I think has won uh, some prizes for his barbecue in Tennessee, 
and just a great restaurant. Uh, but the, 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 the whole area of the restaurant is the old flour mill with the mm-hmm. big steel wheels and belts and all of that uh, architecture and, and uh, industrial equipment is still there uh, for people to see as they dine and enjoy the barbecue and enjoy. I think he also has his own uh, uh, brewery and so forth. So just a really cool setup to go with the uh, 70 rooms at the Western Front, I mean, at the uh, Sessions Hotel. Yeah, it's then it's great. Uh, like you were saying, especially at Rhythm and Roots, if you can get into one of those rooms during that, like that, that 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 puts you right in the heart of uh, of all the action. And and you know, from my experience in the past, sometimes I've stayed at other hotels on the other side of Bristol, and, and that involves having to find places to park. But if if you're already staying right in downtown, that that's the ideal situation to be in for uh, for these events. And then having that stage there, and it, it sounds like this hotel is just all inclusive. You got a place to eat. You can you can drink. You have a wonderful room. You have, you know, right access to, to State Street, and you have a little bit of a view of State Street as well. So it sounds yeah. like a, definitely a, a great experience. And it kind of reminds me of um, the Western Front. That was one of the things I liked is, is there was these uh, it's like second or third story layers where you could go out on like a little patio and you just overlook uh, downtown St. Paul. And, and the thing that I liked about it, across the street there's this barbecue place. It smelled fantastic <laughs> very similar to how uh the southern craft is at, at the sessions and uh of course when i visited you know there was a restaurant downstairs and i know there's been some changes going on with some updates to the western front i believe as well uh taking advantage of that during uh, covid and everything so yeah you know, a very unique experience i had there as well and then even in the back there's like a little uh fire pit area and some lounge chairs if i remember correctly and uh i think there's supposed to be some live music but I think they moved it to indoors when I was actually there because the rain yeah. started moving in. We're, we're hoping uh, really to kick it off this spring in a much bigger way, uh, the outdoor stage. But the stage is built. It's there. As you said, it has the fire pit right there next to it. So lots of uh, outdoor activity, great place to have parties and uh, have have live music. So we're, we're hoping that as the marketing uh, continues to ramp up the visitations and uh, as COVID uh, gets under control, that the music program at both places, but uh, especially out in out in uh, St. Paul at the uh, Western Front, will, will pick up dramatically. So, yeah, and at the Western Front, when we're talking about unique activities to do, uh, are we still offering the uh, the ATV rides on on the different trails? We are. We we have I think four of our own ATVs that we rent, and then. Uh, you know, people can bring their own, obviously. The great thing about St. Paul is you can drive down Main Street in your ATV. <laughs> uh, and I think they're the the, uh, the trail that leaves St. Paul, I believe, is called the Sugar Hill. Let's see. And up, um, oh, up Mountain View Trail. Mountain View, okay. And that, was, that, that is 75 miles. They were going to connect it to Dant, D-A-N-T-E, and that'll, that'll, I think, take it up to 200 miles, and then eventually they'll connect it to a bigger system, uh, which will be 250 miles. So, um, you know, a lot of, lot of exciting stuff going on there. They also have a, uh, a bike and, and walking trail called the Sugar Hill Trail, which is a five-and-a-half-mile loop trail that takes in some of Clinch River and uh, – they have a, a beautiful lake there as well, Oxbow Lake. So, mm-hmm. as you said, there's just people just don't know how. There's just lots to do in St. Paul. 
you know, there's a outfitter there that rents canoes and and um, and uh, other watercraft so you can fly fish and and fish down there, um, get in tubes and just float. It's just great. Yeah, we we did the uh, tubing down the river experience and. And my, my only thing I would tell anybody that, that wants to go try that is make sure you don't do like I did and make sure you wear sunscreen because I, <laughs> I, I still, that was back in July, and I still have tan lines on my legs where I got burnt oh so bad. <laughs> it was wow. It was rough, but it was it was an unforgettable experience. It was very peaceful, very relaxing. I mean, really, you don't have so to do good. any work at all. You just hop out on the water and just ride it all the way down. They pick you up, and you're good to go. That's what I want to do. I have not done that experience. I'm looking for. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be down there uh, sometime this spring. So I'm definitely gonna take that in that uh, that tubing experience. So they do pick you up and bring you back up to your car. <laughs> they do, and and they give you a couple different options. There, there's a couple of different drop off points depending on how much of the day you want to spend. There's. I think we did about a two to four hour tubing experience, but they had them as far as like six to seven hours. So it's it's just about wow. how long you want to enjoy it. I think the next time. We're actually going to try to do uh, kayaks. We have a little bit more control over gotcha. everything, and just to try a different experience and, and see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, they have a little park there where you, you actually you follow them and park your car, and that's where they'll actually pick you up uh, a few hours down the road. And for us, we got, we locked up and they were already there, but they give you a number you can call, and you call them, they come straight down, grab your tubes, and then you hop in the car and you're you're on your way. And we enjoyed the rest of our night. We went to the Sugar Hill Brewing and tried a couple of appetizers, desserts, and a couple of the beers. And then we actually went back to the Western Front and kind of uh, treated my wounds. And then we went down and enjoyed uh, the restaurant and some live music. And, and it was just a great experience. And I guess leading into that is, uh, which we kind of, I guess, talked about it in a way, but to really put it into words to the listeners out there is how do these two boutique hotels differ from what we're you know typically used to such as larger chain hotels we could see at tourist destinations and plain places like that like what what is the the value in going to a boutique hotel versus just a larger chain yeah i think it goes back to that whole storytelling thing um boutique hotels generally uh, again are in historic buildings uh chain hotels are all about making the experience uh, repetitious. In other words, you you you, you want to know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and how it's going, what what it's going to feel like. And so, they are all about that that uh, familiarity, and they do a great job with that. You know, we've all stayed at, at uh, the Holiday Inns and the and the um, Hampton Inns, etc., of the world, and they do a great job of, uh, of making things uh, all this, always the same. And we're exactly about the opposite. We want to create a unique experience for each guest and sort of tailor it to their, to their, uh, needs and wants and, 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 and what they're, what, what the kind of things they want to do to have fun. And, uh, and then you bring the history of the buildings and, and the property into it and, um, and the town or the region that they're in, so that's the that's really the difference is people that want a, a unique experience. We we have the same comfort level, obviously, same services as as uh, other uh, bigger hotels or chain hotels, but we offer all those unique experiences to go with it. So that, that's really the difference. You become part of a story mm-hmm. that's both past, history, present, and future, and uh, people love that. I, I agree. I, I think it has that 
warm and inviting feel to it. And, and I would almost venture to say that I feel like the quality of the features you see in these boutique hotels are, are above that than your traditional chains. It's not that, that cookie cutter feel, I, I guess you exactly. could say. As it, yeah, every, every room in a chain hotel is generally the same, mm-hmm. either a king, king bed or two queens. And ours, almost every room has a different floor plan. You know, you might have a, a, a 12 by 12 rustic column that used to be in the warehouse in the middle of your room or a big wheel from the, from the uh, grain mill in your room, you just, you know, every room is different. And again, each, each one in, in the sessions has a different country music song that was recorded in 1927 associated with it. So it's just on and on all the different experiences and state street ex- itself is internationally known because of the state line running right down the middle of it. And you can stand in two States at one time. And that's, uh, you know, 50 feet from our front door. So, uh, very exciting stuff. And then, you know, what what nobody's talked about yet is the is the uh, casino that's coming. That's mm-hmm. on the Virginia side, one mile from our hotel in the old uh, Bristol Mall. And that's going to be, um, you know, pretty exciting, I think, um, uh, especially in the terms of jobs, like a thousand new jobs over there or more. And um, just just offers a whole new experience for um, people in the region and and. and People will come from all over the country and all over the world and make that part of their experience as well. Yeah, that's de- definitely true. And, and anybody listening today, if, if you do have any thoughts about coming to Bristol or going over to St. Paul, or if you've not even planned a trip yet and you're just thinking about it maybe in the future, maybe consider one of these two locations. And if you do, definitely check out these hotels. I know, at least from my experience over the years, that anytime I travel anymore, the boutique hotels seem to be the direction uh, that, that I like to go because, you know, it, it is a better overall experience. I feel more of like a, a true guest than just a customer in the eyes of the staff. And, and, and it's like everybody enjoys themselves. And you can you can feel that excitement when you walk in these places and just explore the history and learn about all these amazing things in these communities. And, you know, you're, you're supporting these small businesses and these uh, people right here at home. And I think that's a great way to go about it when you're out there traveling. So anywhere you're going, be sure to do that. And and Hal, I guess, is there anything else you, any final words you'd like to say to everybody today in regards to that? Uh, you know, one, one of the other things that people forget is that, you know, during the week, it's a lot of times the business traveler that's coming to these hotels or coming to, to our hotels, more so in Bristol, obviously, the city life. But if you think about somebody that's on the road a lot and they're having to stay in the same four, you know, it almost looks like the same four walls everywhere they go if they're staying mm-hmm. in a chain hotel. Well, this offers them a chance to really, you know, get out of that kind of rut that uh, a, a business person is in because of staying in so many different places, so many different nights. And uh, the boutique hotels offer that uh, relief, I think, um, that so many of them look for. Yeah, that's a, that's a definitely a great perspective to look at. I, I actually didn't think about it that way. So, you know, it kind of breaks up the repetition. And I think, you know, all of us, you know, I, I, I get tired of sitting at my desk all day. Sometimes it's nice to be able to <laughs> go out and travel and, and, and see other people and things. So it, it really breaks up that repetition and makes things a lot better. And 
So that's a great way to look at it. If you're out there traveling and, and planning lots of vacations, then maybe these boutique hotels are going to be the best option for you because it's going to give you a new and unique experience each time you go because obviously they're carefully crafted to the, the localities that they're they're built within. But uh, Hal, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate having this conversation. And, and like I, I told you before, like I'm going to have to get out to this sessions and, and stay down there sometime, maybe here in the coming months. Uh, I'll plan me a little overnight stay down in Bristol and enjoy some amenities on State Street as well as there in the hotel. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on and everybody listening. Be sure to go out and check out these, these wonderful hotels and, and eateries.